Hi everyone, this is Amitabh. Welcome to Man Walks Into a Rabbit Hole. Uh, this month I celebrated my birthday. And uh, <clears throat> there's something very uh, odd about birthdays and other special days with respect to me, right? And I thought I should talk about it. So for years, and this is not a recent phenomenon, I, I can go back straight right up to my teenage days. Uh, uh, birthdays, uh, any other special days like Diwali, uh, which is a festival for us, uh, New Year, whatever else, uh, Holy uh, whatever festivals, whatever special days you might think of, right? Anniversaries, uh, other people's birthdays in your family. Uh, they've always made me uh, meditative and contemplative. And let's specifically talk about birthdays, right? So birthdays, unfortunately or fortunately, make me very meditative and very contemplative. Uh I've tried to think about it, right? Right? Like, why do these days make me contemplate? Or what is what is it? Like, in fact, I become unusually silent around these days uh, in the lead up to the days and even the lead post those days. So, first of all, as a as an intelligent or not intelligent, as in uh, not uh, better or worse intelligent what i meant by that is as a as a intelligent thinking sentient being uh who's also probably rational hopefully rational uh i shouldn't look at any day as special over any other day right uh, the life itself is magical and i should have the innate knowledge from science and the world around me to look at every day every moment as fairly magical in itself which Honestly, at a broader level, I do. <clears throat> What's What happens on these special days is, let's take my birthday. There are people wishing me. There are people hugging me. There are people blessing me. Uh, and all of that is happening, right? And the reason I have realized I become contemplative and meditative is because on these days, uh, I become acutely aware of the things which probably are not optimal or are not working well, right? Uh, so, for example, if if I am celebrating my birthday, then one of the thoughts which crosses my mind is, uh, I am obviously a year older and uh, and in some sense, time runs out, right? So, whatever you wanted to do. So, if you were 15 and you're now becoming 16, uh, uh, or you're 19 and you're becoming 20, <clears throat> there is an opportunity loss or there is a opportunity uh, radar which is changing. And in most cases, reducing. So, when you're moving from 19 to 20, possibly increasing because... 
let's say at 19 you're not earning a lot or you're not earning at all and your ability to for example woo a person from the opposite gender is low but but once you're earning once you're independent which is let's say in your 20s your ability to woo somebody dramatically increases so uh, so your opportunity radar could increase but that's really like very early in your life but Anytime you are about 25, uh, I think your opportunity radar usually keeps decreasing, right? So what you can do at 30 is usually a little less than what you can do at 25. What you can do at 40 is much lesser than what you can do at 30. And I would say once you once you are in your 50s, you are pretty much playing the fourth innings of a test match, right? Like you're playing either for a draw or a win. Uh, but you are also hoping against hope that you don't lose. That's really the mentality of the fourth innings and the final day of a test match, right? So, so, so I become contemplative and meditative because these days, uh, these special days bring into focus... Uh, uh, a lot which is not optimal. Like I distinctly remember uh, for many uh, of my teenage and probably even early 20s Valentine's Day was a difficult day for me, right? Not because I didn't have a girlfriend not because I didn't have a love interest. I mean that's secondary, right? But you still recognize even in those circumstances that a lot of it is not really where it should be. Right? Which means maybe you have a girlfriend, maybe uh, you are committed to her, but you still know that there are three things which are slightly suboptimal between her and you. That's one example. The other example, which uh, especially at a younger age, or, or that the other aspect which at a younger age would impact me much more, but nowadays doesn't impact me so much, is what I call as the shiny happy people problem, right? The shiny happy people problem is this. What happens is when you look at the world around you, especially as you're growing up, you realize that or, or at least you perceive uh, that everyone has a shinier and a happier life than you. Right? I, I genuinely call this the shiny happy people. Like whenever I see these circumstances, even today, I mutter under my breath shiny happy people and actually sing it in the tune which R.E.M. used to sing it. So there, there was a band called R.E.M. And there is a band called R.E.M. rather. Uh, one of the better alternative bands. And uh, they used to have a song called Shiny Happy People, uh, which I still know the tune very well. I know the lyrics reasonably well. <clears throat> and I still mutter it under my breath every time I see a scenario which fits it. It comes very spontaneously and uh, that's how I'm wired. So coming back to the Shiny Happy People problem. So the Shiny Happy People problem is you look at others and you think that 
how come they have like you look at other people on diwali and you think how come they have a family of 20 who gather in a single room and here i am struggling to put together two people in a room so that we can have our diwali dinner together <clears throat> now every time you look at a circumstance like that what 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 it shows you especially when you're younger is that your life is far from ideal where i am today is i don't really get impacted so by so much by the shiny happy people problem but i do realize in a, at a more mature or at a more uh, meta level i do understand the broader uh optimality or lack of optimality within my life right and uh, like the mistakes have made like why have i made it why don't i choose my happiness why don't i why don't i run from my pain and suffering and all of these are valid questions all of us should ask right and all of us should ask this all the time like at least every single day if not every single minute but these questions get extremely highlighted and rise to the foreground uh, on days like birthdays or on days like uh, diwali or on days like holi because you do see some broken aspects of your life so that's really uh, broadly my meditation for the day uh, i don't know whether others struggle like this right uh, like maybe uh, when i see a lot of others around me i think they get very excited with an upcoming birthday or an upcoming diwali or an upcoming uh, holi i usually dread these days and not because anybody makes it miserable for me it is just i know that my own reaction to it is to become extremely contemplative extremely meditative uh very similar to what happens to me when i see death up and personal right or up close and personal like i typically for the past few years have been seeing one or two deaths in my immediate family uh, or immediate friend circle which means parents or friends or uh, elders in their family or sometimes even friends themselves and every time it happens it occurs to me that uh it it more than it doesn't occur to me but it puts me into a tailspin where i end up becoming very quiet very silent looking very inward it's also the nature uh, the natural nature of me which gets called out right by by nature i am a huge introvert by nature i am very contemplative by nature i like to think through life uh, examine life very dearly or uh, very nearly uh, on a on an everyday basis that's about it i mean that's all i wanted to share in this uh, pod uh, as i always say if you're listening on apple or spotify do rate this podcast and uh, wishing all of you a lot of joy uh that's it 
Thank you. Uh, it's an app.